This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Dr. Squatch. Promo code I'm Fat 20 for orders of $20 or more. Team Hockberg, 855-56-David, 56david.com for all your mortgage needs. And Mazda of Orland Park. Visit mazdaoforlandpark.com or call Eric at 708-444-3200. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, there's snow on the ground, which got me a little irritated on a, on a championship Sunday morning. However, there's breaking news from the I'm Fat Podcast fan page. Per our guy, Lance Levine, that cancels all that out. It's just a picture of a poster in a window at presumably a McDonald's. It'd be a little weird if it wasn't because it shows a McNugget with the words above it. Spicy Chicken McNuggets, back by Spicy Demand. Yes. Let's go. When? Today? I It doesn't have a date on there, so I would assume today. We'll have to find out. <laughs> I mean, I know I have to go over to my mom's today, and there might be a McDonald's on the way, and I might have to find out for myself. Yeah, do some recon for the uh, podcast. Boy, I'm excited about that because it just went away. It's like everyone agreed they were good. Everyone's like, oh, these are they actually pulled this off and spicy McNuggets are legit. And then all of a sudden they were just gone with no announcement. No, it was like, oh, they're they're just not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Never mind. And you didn't really hear an update. So they're just quickly bringing them back. That's really exciting. Um, I'm glad they clearly listened to the people because people really liked it. It seemed like everyone that tried them really, really liked them. I was among them. And uh, I'm very excited they're back. That's awesome. That's awesome news. Thank you for making my Sunday morning. Yeah, it's kind of nice that, you know, by the end of this week, they're listening to the people more. Who knew? Hmm. Uh, I had a I had a weird. <laughs> I'm glad you added uh, good news to my morning. I've had the weirdest morning. Okay. So I'm not a great sleeper. I'm, I've never been a good sleeper in my life. Uh, like from from when I was a baby to now, I have trouble sleeping. So I've started taking melatonin, which helps me. I take melatonin before I go to bed. And because I'm sleeping more soundly, I'm dreaming more. So Mm. last night, apparently at 3.30 in the morning, I woke up and sent the rundown for Monday's Bernstein and Rahimi show to everybody on the show. Mitch, (laughs) Layla, Dan, and Julio, who's running the board on Monday. So I wake up at like 8.30 today. I got to sleep in a little bit. And Mitch emails me, are you off Monday or are you just sending this early? I'm like, I have zero recollection of doing this or sending this and i looked at it and all the information is correct <laughs> as of 3 22 a.m last night or, or this morning rather wow but when something like that happens it kind of throws you off 
like you feel kind of disjointed from reality. So that news on top of my Kelly Matt Bakery donut and my coffee, I'm back. I feel human again. I feel like back in reality. So it's it's huge news. Ooh, I am happy. That is great. Nice. Oh, uh, it's funny because I'm kind of the opposite. I've always been a really good sleeper, and I feel like I've been proving it even more lately because I, I either just don't dream or I just never remember them because I watch maybe the worst thing to watch before I go to bed. Porn. Uh, no, I said worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been binging Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. And most of the time I end up watching it like after basketball is over at night or like like last night where uh, i did bulls post game so i was done with that by like quarter to 11 so i watched like two episodes of criminal minds before i went to bed and i've had people be like don't you like get freaked out at all i was like nope once i'm out i'm out and then i wake up and that is it i've also never been affected by i mean maybe indirectly but if I watch a scary movie, it doesn't mean I have scary dreams. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way for me. I did have a dream, though, last night. And maybe this is what made me send the email that me and Layla Rahimi and Bernie Sanders were hosting a show on the score together. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Did you make sure know. it was really cold so he was still <laughs> sitting in his jacket and mittens? I don't know how Bernie Sanders got my mind. Uh, it's just uh... weird. Like, I think my dreams are typically a mix of all my experiences of the day. So like, oh, because sometimes when I wake up, I'll be like, okay, where did this come from? Okay, I, I, you know, before I went to bed, I saw a picture of Layla on Instagram or like whatever. Mm -hmm. And this is how this dream came together. I don't know. It's very strange. But uh, speaking of the uh, inauguration, my favorite piece of news to come out post-inauguration, aside from the amazing Bernie Sanders memes or memes, as Bryce which, Harper calls them. Which is maybe... It's a top five like picture being used in memes. It's great. It, it's incredible. Did like, you see the ghost one? The yeah. ghost pottery scene one that someone like animated it? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> to me, my favorite, my couple favorite recently that I saw were Bernie sitting in the chair that Bob Knight throws. So he's like at an, <laughs> see that one. <laughs> so he's like at an angle. And then what was the other? Oh, and the other one was him choking out uh conor mcgregor oh yeah i saw that one too. that's like that's like the combo of the two that are like oh it's almost like a baton handoff my favorite uh static meme meme is the one with i know you're not a wrestling guy despite being fat and an ims student i don't know how mm -hmm. that's possible and having uh, a beard right uh randy savage with bernie sanders on his shoulder like uh, like Miss Elizabeth with his finger pointed near one of my favorites because that was a big moment in my life. Tears oh, flowed on a young Jay Zawoski when Randy Savage <laughs> lifted Miss Elizabeth on his shoulder. All right. So anyway, the best news out of the inauguration uh, and all the news following is I have find I have found common ground with Donald Trump. He had a diet coke button on his desk <laughs> so if he wanted a diet coke <laughs> he would just hit the button and one of his people would bring him a diet coke now this takes me back to i don't remember what season of the cosby show it was but theo gets an apartment and builds like a root beer like launching system where he like can push a button and he creates some sort of pulley system where a, a root beer is like launched into his hand okay that's and amazing. that's been my dream ever since i was a youth was to have a root beer launcher but trump has the second best thing the diet coke button which got my mind thinking rick 
If you had a desk with a button to bring you one specific item, what would it be? Now, are we saying this is this has to be a drink? or no. whatever on-demand item you want. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. The possibilities are just endless. They really are, but I think... See, I think a drink works best for that. Probably, yeah. So I'm going to go with red cream soda. Oh, that's pretty solid. That's a good call. That's a good call. That's really good. I just wonder if you could have that because they said Trump has like 13 or 14 Diet Cokes a day. I had me like 15 Dr. Peppers. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta pee. Uh, I watched that again this week and I'm like, I could be watching. There was there was a um, uh, a meme of it was like three doors and above door one said new show above door two was like show old show my friend recommends or movie whatever and then the third one is movie i've seen 60 times and you breaking down the door to get into the last one accurate <laughs> accurate oh man yeah i i think that's a good call it's like some sort of a hard to find beverage mm-hmm. but how does he not have like a be- i guess he'd have to get up like some kind of sucker if you had a, a beverage fridge in the Oval Office. But yeah, I think I would just have, maybe I'd have two buttons. I'd have to have, because if I'm president, I'm going to need a, some booze to get me through the day. Oh, facts. So get me a, a Miller High Life button, and uh, I'll go with a Diet A&W button. Those will be my two buttons to get me through the day. Ooh, but it's I... just awesome. Like, you know what? Fine. I, Me and Trump don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but he's like, you know what? I'm the effing president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a Diet Coke button. It's, it's Make like it his, out of wood. Yeah, it's like as close as the Richie Rich having a McDonald's in his house thing as any of us will get. <laughs> yes, yes. So that that entertained me. That I was like, okay, cool. And I wonder if Joe Biden is going to get his uh, chocolate chip ice cream button. Oh, he should. He definitely should. do that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, why not? That's a high-pressure job. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Regardless of your politics, being president, stressful. This just in. So if you have if you need a relief button, something that's going to come and get you oh, through your boy. day. Oh boy. For care to rephrase? No. Okay. <laughs> I think Bill Clinton had one of those. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, that wasn't yes, a button. I would that do, was just a tap under the desk. <laughs> I would do root beer and Miller High Life. Those would be my two buttons. Ooh, okay. So I'm going red cream soda and then I got to decide, do I go with the drink that I've been like obsessed with for a few months now or do i actually go with a beer that would be more likely to sustain because it's either i'm debating between summer shandy mm. or cayman jack margaritas <laughs> that's just awesomely on brand do isn't it <laughs> i would do that okay <laughs> what's Bro- that button are, are you president sammy hagar what's wrong with you <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's amazing yeah that, do that do that but the summer yeah. shandy is tempting oh absolutely and then you got you have guests in the oval office like round of shandies everyone's like hell yes around yeah, no one tur- right and then if someone turns down the summer shandy say spy out <laughs> get them just immediately <laughs> pew, assassinated yep. on site yeah exactly it's like oh, the, it's like the uh the fire pit below the chair that dr evil has yes yeah. Yeah. Or the uh I always love Mr. Burns had like a one gram weight that fell in your head. And he's yeah. like, Oh, when I when I ordered one gram, it sounded heavier than that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Pink. 
Oh yeah. By the way, something we haven't done so far. Uh, follow us on all our socials at I'm fat pod. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon, the T public page as always to get your merch and subscribe rate and review the podcast. Jay, I checked. It was either last night or this morning. I don't remember. We hit 400 reviews. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. I don't know what it actually means. We, you know, Nothing. we appreciate we do appreciate big time it. that everybody leaves us those five star reviews, uh, leaves comments so that other people can get involved in the podcast and just subscribing and unsubscribing and resubscribing and doing all the, you know, ways to work the system and all that kind of stuff. So we appreciate it. Rick, guess what? I just pushed my Diet Coke button. Oh. AKA my office fridge. Um, did you mention our social media? I just did. Thank you. All right. Yes. Uh, next Should- thing I have. Oh, you got a thing. It's your turn. Uh, well, I was just going to bring up, like, as long as we're on uh, uh, the former and the new president, we were part of the representation at the yes. inauguration ceremony, which was really appreciated because obviously that was a focal point this year for plenty of reasons that we won't get into here. Mm-hmm. However, the fact that the guy that was the tech guy that was making sure the mic was good, a fat. Also, he was the uh, COVID wiper. <laughs> COVID <laughs> he, wiper. He had all the, uh, you know, the the Clorox wipes and everything. Yes. So anytime a new speaker spoke up, the big fat guy would come up and wipe off the podium. Do you think Not they cool did that? To make him get up and down all those. That's times, what I'm but. saying. Do you think they did that on purpose to try and be like, oh, he needs to lose weight? It, it, it. No. No. I think they're just I think I think representation's a good thing. Right. And then all the, sorts of people represented during the inauguration, including fats, and I appreciate it. Yeah, so because we also had Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, a fat now. He is one hundred percent a fat. Because I mean, not only my two observations, that is the biggest endorsement of Trisha Yearwood's cooking more than any episode <laughs> of her show yes. is the fact that Garth Brooks is fat. And that also, he actually wore boots to a black tie affair. Yes, he did, and jeans. Uh, and I, you got to stay on brand. See, that's the thing when when you have, when you're one of those people with one outfit, like Garth Brooks is always in button down shirt, jeans and boots, mm-hmm. and the hat, right, all the time, a hundred percent of the time. When it comes time for something formal like that, can you break character? Apparently, the answer is no. And I, you know, you see him with his gut and you see him with a giant belt buckle yes. right and i just wonder what his technique is for sitting where he doesn't That's just jam question. his midset because you know at night when him and trisha settle down for bed and garth takes off the belt there's a giant belt buckle dent on the bottom side yes of his and that and that hurts and sometimes if that pinches yeah like believe me i get that with a regular belt no, oh, for sure. No giant belt buckle. So like when you sit down, you have to kind of like readjust the top of your pants. Like kind of put your thumbs in and lift and like turn out. Yeah, you got to so, pull the fabric over the belt buckle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need the buffer. I know you've seen me do that a million times when, when we were working. <laughs> we're sitting next to each other every day because there'd be times where you just like you need the readjustment for that as much as other reasons that people always think about. Yeah, it's a it is a fat struggle that people that non fats don't know about. But the belt buckle thing is real. And I just saw that one. Rick, honestly, Garth Brooks comes out. 
my first thought was that belt buckle is going to be a problem. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Garth. But he looked good. And the best thing about it was like he finished song. He's like, all right, I'm out. And he just left. Yep. Someone described it like it looked like he had to poop. <laughs> he's like, he finished song. He's like, great. Uh, all right. Where do I? How can I find? Where's the John? Where, how do I get out of this place? But yeah, he's in and out. See you later. I'm Garth Brooks, everybody. Oh, man. Good. Good day for good week for fats. It really was. It has been a good week. Speaking of that, Rick, I know you're going to be dubious about this. I am as well. But I have had two independent reports Okay, that the new KFC chicken sandwich mm-hmm. is not only excellent, but the best of the bunch. Get the f- <laughs> out of here. I will try this. Just because, you know, I'm will I'm so committed to this podcast. But you cannot you convince me that the KF that all of a sudden KFC has figured out chicken better than Popeyes, even better than Culver's. I had you know this that I had to come to Jesus moment. Uh well probably this summer when I realized like wow, Popeyes is better than KFC in every single way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of soured on KFC from there on out, but two reports has me curious. I'm going to go check it out because when KFC was at its best, that spiced batter was excellent and they had for a long time, the best fried chicken, but they've slipped a lot in recent years and they've been worried about fries and all this other stuff. Just make better chicken, right? right. That's what we said the day I had the revelation. I'll give it a try just for the podcast because I care that much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Uh, but I am, mm, you know, one person I really, really trust. The other one is my mom. <laughs> and um, her food takes are. Is the other one by chance your dad? No. Okay. <laughs> my dad loves my dad loves KFC. <laughs> he loves KFC. It's like his favorite thing. Um, but my my buddy Kyle is the other one who told me and I, I trust his food takes. My mom is you know in her 70s and like she still eats like dino nuggets and she eats like a child so we'll see we'll see i'm de- i'm definitely gonna give it a try uh just to see if it's if it even holds a candle and if it's anything reminiscent mm-hmm. of the old kfc chicken crunch and flavor then i'm excited about it because i miss that i miss good kfc i really do right yeah like it could be good kfc without technically being better but if we have another good option, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. And if you're going to try the Orland Park KFC, well, just a few blocks away, you'll find Mazda of Orland Park. That's right. Go to MazdaOrlandPark.com. Get yourself a Mazda CX-5 like I have. I've had a 2015. It's almost paid off. I'm very, very excited about that. But guess where I bought said 2015 Mazda CX-5? That's right. From Mazda of Orland Park, my guy Eric Vates. Help me out, 708-444-3200. Eric can help you out, too. I said it last week. When I went, sold out to buy a car, Mazda was never really on my radar. I really was looking at some other brands. I had some other ideas. I'd driven other cars in my life. And as soon as I got a couple-day test drive on a CX-5, I was sold. It's been the most reliable car I've owned in my whole life. So when this one is done, I will be replacing it with a new one. And I think I'm a Mazda customer for life. And a lot of that is because of my friends at Mazda of Orland Park. But 
it's not just a CX-5. They've got cars for every kind of need you could possibly have with all the latest technologies inside. Go visit Mazda Vorland Park, 708-444-3200. Ask for Eric. He'll show you around. He'll show you the White Sox Mazda they have in the showroom. And their showroom is newly remodeled, and it's awesome. Also, their service is unbelievable. You pull your car into a garage. They check you in. They send you upstairs. Say, grab some snacks, grab some coffee, grab a soda, whatever, and we'll come get you when we're done. In and out the door in probably a half hour, 45 minutes on an average day. It's awesome. Mazda of OrlandPark.com. They have a customer for life in me, and if you try them out, you will be too. Again, 708-444-3200. Ask for Eric. So the last time I was looking for a car, I actually really wanted a Mazda because of the look. Because also just they're sharp looking cars. Yes, they are. So I appreciate that about Mazda. And the next time that I need a car, which may not be too far off because my car has a crap ton of miles on it. I will be heading to Mazda of Warland Park. The new CX-5s, by the way. So the one I have, I like the look of it a lot. What do you think but- I made of money? <laughs> the new CX-5s look like sleek and they almost look like luxury cars they look awesome like the headlights look amazing on them Mm -hmm. so yeah check them out okay so we both found this this week and i think it's important i feel like we've done something similar before but not this one uh it's a we haven't done a pick three in a minute no and this is types of fries so i'll do a quick rundown and mind you we are getting rid of there's what 15 of them here Right. We are getting rid of two of them because cheese fries and chili cheese fries are essentially just one of the other fries just with cheese and or chili on it. So that doesn't make it a different type of fry necessarily. Correct. Okay. Now I have a question to ask though, because part of along those same lines, number two on here is the Belgian fries. And part of what's listed under there is that yes, it's double fried, However, it comes with mayo. Am I allowed to view the fry independent of the mayo? Absolutely. Okay, good. Okay, so that clarifies that for me. So, all right, I'll just run these down real quick because I think they're pretty self-explanatory. Right. All right, we got waffle fries, Belgian fries, which are essentially double fried. They, Mm -hmm. they, They love the extra fry there. Tater tots. Standard cut, garlic fries, curly fries, shoestring fries, crinkle cut, a steak fry, the chips or British fries, sweet potato fries, potato wedges, and cottage fries, which if you don't know cottage fries, those were a little foreign to me. If I just heard it, I wouldn't have known it. It's the ones that are kind of like a hockey puck. Yeah, they look like ruffled potato chips, kind of. Yeah, the same way. exactly. Those yeah. are your options. So, Jay, what are your three that stick out to you that you want? All right, I'm going to go three, two, one. Uh, number three is tater tots okay. because they're consistently very good and a nice change of pace. And I just think they're awesome, but they're not for all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I just I think fries just complement so many foods so well that I think tots are nice aside if you're getting the right thing with it. But I don't know if I want it every time. So that's my number three. Number two is crinkle uh, because of the high ceiling, low floor. Uh, these are the Portillo style fries. 
Um, I, I love those. Uh, Culver's has crinkle cut fries. And to me, those are two of the best fast food fries you can buy. So give me crinkle. And number one, it took me a while to decide this, but I'm going with steak fries. Steak fries, wow. when done right, are insane. Mm-hmm. And I think of the fries at Red Robin, which are unlimited, which is one of the most underrated things in food, period. Absolutely. Those fries are amazing. I could eat them until I literally explode. And uh, I think steak fries are my favorite. I will say, sometimes they're not great. Like, if they they don't have a long shelf life. So if they're not fresh, they can be a little bit soggy, a little bit... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Maybe mealy or chewy a little bit. Mm -hmm. But a well-done fresh steak fry is unbeatable to me. Yeah, and then if, because it's a bigger chunk, it has to be cooked long enough. Yeah. So that's another issue, too. Okay, I'm probably going to surprise you with mine. Okay. Number three, we're in agreement, tater tots. It deserves representation on this list. Number two for me is the curly fry. I I uh, I went upside picks here. So number two is the curly fry because there are a few situations where I find myself being like, you know, if I had Arby's curly fries right now, I would be disappointed. There are very few situations where I don't think those would fit. Mm -hmm. So, and just, you know, they're seasoned. They got the little bit extra flavor there. uh, And you get the little like crunchy pieces at the bottom, which are just awesome. Yeah. So that's my number two. And when num- we went to Lassen's, did you get curly fries there? If, or did you get tots? I think, you got, I think tots. I got tots, yeah. Yeah, their curly fries are the best on earth. Ooh, I'll have to get that next time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and number one for me, Belgian fries. Because okay. I love, I, I realized some of the best fries that I've had are double fried. Yeah. And boy, just getting that contrast of the crunch to the nice, soft, pillowy inside, man, it doesn't get any better than that. So the Belgian for like, and I tend to think of um, Centro Burger, the place that I've said has the incredible fries, the best fries mm-hmm. I've ever had. Those are double fried. So it's kind of the Belgian style. So give me those Belgian fries. I, those are very good. And I, the, it's not a problem, but it's hard to find Belgian fries in fast food places for whatever reason. True. My favorite place for them is Frankie's Beef and Pasta in Oakland. It's on 95th and Major. That's a place that my family's been going for as long as they've been open, which is probably, what, 30 years? Probably 30 years plus. Had it the other day, and I, I'm like, uh, two large fries, please. They're like, is that just for you? Yes, it is. Yes. Kiss my ass. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I love. They didn't say that. I didn't say it to them, but my, no. I got a side eye for my family. Right. Y- yeah. You said kiss my ass and call it a love story. <laughs> exactly. Like Doug Buffon yes. style. Exactly. Uh, and I ate all of them and they're amazing. So I want to shout that place out because they're so good. The Mafia Steak Sandwich. Oh, Rick. That's living, my friend. Frankie's is awesome. Uh, all right. Good picks. I think I'm. I'm. Look, there's not. There's no bad fries. Right. Um, but I wish the. Belgian style were more readily findable. Mm-hmm. I think Checkers is the fast food place that has those. Oh, and there's like none around here anymore, or at they're least by starting, me. They're starting to pop up more, um, but they're not, they're hard to, they're like few and far between. But I have noticed a few more, at least where, where I'm at, a few more on the, you know, the South, the South Burbs a little bit. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe we're spreading. It, it used to be really good. I haven't had it since they reopened. 
Um, but their burgers are tasty and the fries are excellent. I'll have to try Checkers one of these days. There's one uh, like right by on Dixie Highway, like right off the uh, I-57 uh, exit entrance. So maybe I'll I'll stop there someday. It's it's definitely close by. Okay, I know you said something that intrigued me pre-show. Oh yeah, of a new rice crispy flavor. Yes, uh, went to Target with Addie. Had to get a couple things uh, for my parents uh, to shop for. And just going up and down the aisles, I saw homestyle Rice Krispies. So it's a uh, you know the it's traditional Rice Krispie brand. It's mass produced or individually bagged. Uh, you know the Rice Krispies you and I always get from the vending machine at work is the royal blue bag. Mm-hmm. This was in a powder blue box because it was a bunch of them, and it says with more marshmallows. And to me, I'm like hell yes. Yeah, that's that's those are good words for me. I want that. And when you look at the crispy, you can see like individual spots where there are more marshmallows than others. But Rick, I have to say, not as good as I'd hoped. Really? Yeah. The marshmallows are a little bit chewy. They're not as soft as they should be. And I'm sure it's because they need more shelf stable marshmallows uh, in them. So like if, if someone made them at home, it's, they're not going to last as long, right? They don't have to sit there on a shelf individually bagged and hang out there for three weeks or whatever it is. So whatever they do with the marshmallows, it needs a little bit of tweaking. The idea is right. Mm-hmm. I like where their head's at. I like the effort, but it needs a little more tweaking because I found myself saying, you know what? I think the original Rice Krispie brand, Rice Krispie treats are significantly better than these. And that was a surprise. I was really excited to buy those. I looked at them, I said, yes, and then... As Addie and I went to the car, I took them from the trunk to the front seat, <laughs> which is that's like the ultimate respect a fat person can pay their food purchase. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't travel in the trunk. You're up here with me. You get front seat treatment <laughs> so I can eat so I can eat you on the way home. Yep. Because I'm that excited about having you in my life. I'm not going to say it was bad. They weren't gross or anything, but expectation to realization. Not not what I had hoped. Hmm. But try them. I'd like your take on them. Okay. I the best uh, rice krispie treat I've had lately. Now, mind you, totally different when it's like made in house and that whole thing. Uh, is actually at Bockwinkle's, the little like corner store by where we are in the uh, in the loop. It's actually a really it's a pretty dense rice krispie treat. Okay. And it's. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it because you could just tell it's a little denser. But man, is that thing good. It's almost like the ver- uh, the uh, if you prefer your ribs like to fall off the bone versus like see the bite mark on the bone. I, I don't, like, yes. Yep. It, it's that type of principle where like you take a bite and you see the exact shape of your mouth in there. <laughs> yes. But man, though, it is such a good Rice Krispie treat that every time I go in there now, I am required to get one. That's I'm going to have to try that because a good Rice Krispie treat for me is really hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And I know I've mentioned this before on this podcast, but uh, one of my favorite places in the city is Chicago Bagel Authority. There's one like literally attached to the Belmont Red Line stop. And then there's another one, I think, in Lincoln Park. There might be more, but those are the two I know of off the top of my head. They've got it's a Rice Krispie treat, but instead of Rice Krispies, it's Golden Grams and Cocoa Puffs. Yep. So it's a s'more Rice Krispie bar. Dude, that might be like my favorite dessert in the world 
which is saying something. That really sounds good. It's amazing. It's amazing. Next time it's you feel safe going on a train, just take a shot down the red line and you, literally you jump off. And, and if you never had Chicago Bagel Authority, it's a steamed bagel shop and they've got, I mean, literally probably 75 different options for sandwiches where they put like different meats and toppings in there. I get the, and they all have funny names. I get the Tanya Harding Club, which is, you know, ham and it's, um, you know, ham, turkey, bacon, all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm just looking like there's the large Marge. There's the Chia Bagel. There's there's just all sort of funny names on all the stuff they have. Um, but that place is amazing. But if you go, you have to get that treat. You ha- It is an essential purchase. All right. I think it's about time to get to the what are we are we calling it just is it just fat fashions or just a voice our voicemail line we need a right? if we don't want to call it fat fashions we need a better line yeah so like we, the fat line or the mm-hmm. the fat phone the fat phone i think the fat phone all, all right. right so let, let's go to the fat phone which is this week brought to you by our friends at team hockberg 855-56david56david.com for all your mortgage needs listen david hockberg is the dude to go to He's well-respected around the area. He knows what he's talking about, and he's doing what's best for you, which is always appreciated because, you know, there's always people out there that are just really looking for their own self-interest and what can maximize their profit, where David wants everything to be mutually beneficial. He's doing right by you, which obviously leads to happy customers, which leads to, in theory, like happy reviews, which means good news for David, good news for Team Hochberg. So if you're looking to buy, if you're looking to sell, refinance, or just kind of starting to think about the process of any of those, give Team Hockberg a call at 855-56-DAVID or go check out 56david.com because they will put you on the right path to accomplish what you want with your home or your future home. And if you kind of just, you're a little more passive about it, Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on AM 720 WGN Radio, David has his radio show, Home Sweet Home Chicago. You can check David out, listen to his advice, listen to the advice of the guests that he gets, all the questions that they take, any answers that he gives there, and then contact Team Hochberg. And when you do that, tell them that, that, you, that you came from us so that he knows that, you know, we're doing right by him. That's 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. And Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS 1124061. All right, fat, first call to the fat phone comes from Kyle. Hey, fat, it's Kyle. Um, the lady that tends the hot dog stand at Home Depot, she knows me by name, and and I'm really proud of that. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nope, that's great. And you're also doing good by your family by keeping your home intact. Mm-hmm. So you've earned those hot dogs that have been floating in Home Depot bucket water for. Yeah, I've never. We don't have a hot dog cart at our Home Depot. No, we don't either. That's why I was surprised to hear. That. Oh, you know what it is? Like sometimes it's at the exits. Yeah, we don't have that. Yeah, I've I've been to ones where they have that, but the one that I go to doesn't, or at well, least not when I've been there. There was a time where, and I don't know if it was the home of one or not, but there was like a food truck outside, but that was short-lived. Anyway, yeah, that's great. 
Uh, I like being on. So there, there's a t- taco place in Homewood called Vita Taco that opened like right before the pandemic, which sucks. Um, but they've been hanging in there. And I just, for whatever reason, they haven't been on my mind. Uh, I just keep forgetting to go. So I finally went last week and I walked in. He's like, hey, it's been a while. I'm like, I'm a bad person. Yes. <laughs> I felt really bad. Like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I don't drive past here often. So it's not you know, top of mind, but I'll be Mm -hmm. here more often, I promise. And it was great. So I'm very glad I went. All right, next one here comes from Mike. Hey, guys, this is Mike. I hit a, uh, I don't know if it's a hack or a fat session, but I had about two and a half cups of ice cream left in my gallon bucket, and I did not grab a bowl. I grabbed that, dumped some chocolate syrup in it, sprinkles and grabbed a spoon and I grabbed the entire bucket walked in the living room turned on sports and just ate the rest of the ice cream out of the bowl and it felt great so I want to let you guys know that's just smart yes you're just saving water on potentially you know having to do dishes and right you're also just saving a dish yeah I I mean that's just that's just I I would call that a hack not a not a fashion right that's a hack just just pour whatever you need in the bucket. I appreciate that you have a two and a half gallon bucket of ice cream too. By yeah, the way. yeah. For one thing, you should actually keep that and then make your own giant KFC bowl. Oh man, that's a lot of corn. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be like that. It could be like, okay, let's throw in. It could be for a Super Bowl thing. So it's like, okay, let's throw in an entire pizza and wings and nachos. And that's your thing. And it's like, listen, I have Super Bowl party in a bucket. <laughs> and it's just for me. Yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. This one's from Tony. Hey, guys. This is Tony. This is my fat fashion. Am I the only one that buys two boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese because you need two of the cheese packets for one box of noodles in order to make it cheesy enough? Hmm. I, I agree with the sentiment. I 100% agree with the sentiment. Especially, I've I've noticed too, especially for people that when they make it, they use water and not milk. Yes. Like then you absolutely need something like that. We use milk uh, sometimes half and half, and uh, we use a lot of butter. Yeah, it's it, like with mac and cheese, if you have thin mac and cheese, that is frustrating as hell. It's gross too. Yes. It's yeah. not good. That's Yeah, that's why... The two cheese packets, I'm 100% here for it. I just want to know what he does with the leftover noodles from the other box. Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Let us know, Tony. All right, this one is from Mike. Hi, Jay. And Rick Hanson Studio. Uh, my name is Mike. I live in Peoria, and uh, I have a fat session for you. Um, this goes back a couple of years, um, but I caught some sage wisdom uh from the store zone, Matt Spiegel, uh, a few years ago, listening on air that, uh, you know, if you, during the fall and winter months, it's a good temperature to keep things like water or tea or pat, uh, in your car. It's a good, you know, nice refrigeration temp. And when you're out driving around, you just grab in the back seat and grab a, something to drink. Um, so I took that advice and it worked very well. And I kind of, uh, took it to the next level. And uh, I started, uh, you know, carrying American cheese slices in my glove box uh, to add, you know, to get 
to your Burger King or McDonald's or Wendy's uh, burgers, you know, instead of paying for that extra slice of cheese, just grab a single out of the glove box, you know, and you're good to go. So, uh, flash forward a little bit, and uh, I'm out with a lady friend, and uh, I get pulled over for speeding, and uh, that's uh, this gal who I kind of just met to open up my glove box to get my registration out. And uh, in the glove box is about 20 or so slices of uh, American cheese uh, singles uh, that kind of come tumbling out of the glove box. And uh, she gives me a look, and the cop gives me a look. And uh, apparently I'm supposed to feel shame about this. I didn't. Um, I just thought it was smart. so anyway, I see the cop gives me a warning, and, and we carry on, and not a word was said about it uh, the rest of the night. And then, um, you know, a couple of days later, I pick her up again, the same gal, and uh, the first thing she does when she sits in my passenger seat is open up the glove box, and there's those American cheese singles still. And uh, she tells me, or asks me, and says, um, you haven't got rid of the cheese yet? And I said, why would I get rid of the cheese? <laughs> and uh, she asked me to pull over and uh, let her out. And uh, we never spoke again after that. So uh, <laughs> that's my somewhat lengthy, fat session. And hopefully, you know, I can just be a better person after all of this. I think he already is a better person. <laughs> that is That is amazing. <laughs> No, that's my guy. I have to say, I I really appreciate <laughs> the move, and it makes sense, and it is definitely a fat hack. But if I was going on a date, I would definitely remove the cheese from the car for the date. I would be very mindful of that. But I don't know, like if he's a normie, right? Like it's different. Like if, for a fat guy to do that. Yeah, the date's gonna be like, oh my god, you're fat and you're you have no interest in not being fat because you have literal slices of cheese in your glove box. But if it's a normie, that might be like serial killer stuff. <laughs> That's okay. Like, what is what's more serial killer that or our friend Brendan McCaffrey who hates cheese? Oh, McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean just in general outside of the cheese. Yeah, but, right. You know. He's. <laughs> <laughs> right. <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should just use someone who doesn't like cheese you know yeah brendan yeah he's gonna kill someone someday right um yeah so i don't have a problem with it but I, i'm trying to put myself in the sh- in the shoes of the woman in the passenger seat who's like doesn't really know you yet mm-hmm. and then she opens your glove box and there's cheese in there it's like okay like the first time yeah and then like oh it's still there okay what's happening like yeah. I could, you know, and and I could see that being something that would be off-putting, but a simple explanation of, look, I heard this on the radio. It makes perfect sense. I'm saving money. So, baby, I can treat you to a better dinner. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, like, <laughs> that's funny. That I mean. That's good. I appreciate the effort. I yes. do. But I, I could see where she's coming from to be a little bit like, what kind of weirdo keeps cheese in his glove box? Yeah, kind of facts. Yeah. All right. Uh, last week, we got a call from jason who told us about his uh beef nacho song set mm-hmm. to the tune of hey dude and he said that him and his friend used to do this in high school they would sing the song at first everyone hated it 
then everyone really hated it. And then eventually people like just got gaslit long enough to finally sing along. But we criticized Jason for not actually singing the Beef Nacho song. So here he is, Jason, with the Beef Nacho song. Hey, Pat. Let me try to do this solo. Um, it is the Ground Beef Nacho song that uh, Jay requested. This is Jason. Um, again, I'm going to try to do it solo. It's a two-man job, but we'll see what we can do. Oh, it's dumb. A little weird and a little strange. When you take cold lunch on nacho day. So grab your tray and come along. If you ain't fast, you ain't get seconds. This is a ride. Singing. Ground beef nachos, ground beef nachos, like the cooks always say. Say it again now. Ground beef nachos, ground beef nachos, till the break of day. Watch out for that hot cheese and those broken chips. Ground beef nachos. All right. I no longer question the reality. (laughs) I I don't question the reality of the song, and Jason's my dude. However, you still cannot convince me that anybody at any point was singing along with that crap. Not a chance in hell. Maybe the end part. Ground beef not. Maybe that part. Maybe. Maybe that part. Yeah, maybe. I'll give a little bit of validity (laughs) to that. But that entire thing, no. Just stop. That's that's really funny, though. Yes. That is good. uh, It's it's very good. It's very good. Well, that's it for the voicemails for this week. That was that had to be the best one. That's the best one we've had so far. So thank you everybody yes. for contributing. If you want to leave your own 708-858-3314. 708-858-3314. Again, plug that into your phone. Then when it's time, like, oh God, I gotta tell the guys. Boom, we're right there for you. Easy peasy. It's almost like they make uh you know, they make things in your phone for that. It's called uh, a contact. Yeah, hmm. that's what it is interesting okay wow this is a long one today so not that we ever hear that very often so let's get to your ask effect questions me 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 me, but also you the pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film powder donut okay what's my line uh the only line i see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from progressive oh man that's a tongue twister huh I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a fats this week are brought to you by our friends at Dr. Squatch natural soap company get yourself some thick bricks of soap get yourself that hair care kit get yourself the toothpaste the cologne the beard oil you want to take care of your skin you want to take care of your body go to drsquatch.com this morning took a shower i uh on the holidays ordered they had like a limited edition set of all the soaps that were like seasonally released oh wow And they re-released them in one big box i'm like yeah i want that so i want to try everything so i used my area 51 brick which smelled lovely i don't really know how to describe it i'm bad at describing smells but it smelled good well yeah it's not from this world right then i went upstairs put on my bay rum deodorant 
my wife got out of the shower and she gave me a big hug in the morning and she's like, you smell amazing. And I'm like, well, I think that's the Bay Rum deodorant. So I took it, you know, unscrewed it and waved it in front of her face. She's like, that is one of the best smells I've ever smelled. So if you want to smell nice for your lady, my wife and I have been married for 11 years. Uh, no, 13 years. Wow, I'm good at math. Uh, 13 years we've been married and math, she still gives sure. me a hug in the morning and still says I smell good. So, and Dr. Squatch is a big part of that. So head to drsquatch.com. Take that Squatch quiz. Fill that form out. They'll sort of get you, you know, f- help you find the right things for you. Uh, and it will it'll help inform your first purchase. Pro tip, if you're getting some soap, get yourself that soap saver. It will make your investment last a lot longer. But invest in yourself. Your skin and your hair will thank you. Your girlfriend or your wife will thank you. You're going to love it. DrSquatch.com. Most importantly, when it's time to check out, use that promo code I'm fat. 20 you'll save 20 percent on your order and help the podcast at the same time which truly is the most important thing of course so uh yeah so help us out drsquatch.com promo code i'm fat 20 all right my first question is a should be a pretty quick one here from jim what's your italian beef order oh unless i'm at rosangela's uh beef sweet dipped Okay, I go uh, beef, wet, hot, mats. Okay. If I'm at Rosangela's, I get the big boy beef with red sauce. Okay. But that, that's the only place I do marinara. Aside from uh, Bona has an Anthony Rizzo beef sandwich with red sauce and mozzarella that's also very good. So there you go. All right. Alex says, I'm a normie that's on the keto diet. Don't judge. No, we already have. Sorry. Yep. However, the high fat diet has some benefits. One being the crustless pizza from Lou Malnati's. If you're not aware, it's a deep dish pizza with no dough, but rather a layer of sausage topped with your select toppings, cheese, and sauce. I ordered my first with their spinach blend. Thought of Jay. Is this something you would try? As I was hesitant at first, but it is a huge fan now. I mean, a sausage crust sounds really, really good. There's no bad words there, as Rick likes to say. Right. My thing is... Lou's sausage is incredibly garlicky and it kills me. Mm. So I'm almost, you guys know, I'm almost always a sausage pizza guy. When I'm at Lou's, I go pepperoni because their sausage is too garlicky for me. Um, but I would certainly try it and then just take a ton of Tums. <laughs> yes, I would try it too. The thing is, the dough it loses one of the best parts. Exactly. That's so a tough that, sacrifice to make. Yeah. So. That's oh my god! Sorry, I'm. <laughs> I have the so where my desk is set up. I'm staring right at the TV. I wasn't smart enough to turn off the TV. So right now, uh, Dwight <laughs> on the office. Dwight has the pig nose on, and he's putting peanut butter all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so stupid. Okay. Anyway, my next one from Scott. This is a long one. Threw some opinion in here too. Oh. Do you enjoy tailgating? Do you have any good stories? I've always found the food to be pretty good, but I've always found the experience strange. It just feels odd to hang out in a cold parking lot with a bunch of drunk strangers hoping hoping they know how to cook and be sanitary. You um, seem like you're a great guy at parties, Scott. <laughs> I do enjoy tailgating, but I don't go to tailgate with people I don't know. Right. Usually, I'm not one that will do it myself. Do you like to do it yourself? <laughs> uh, my buddy Dan, 
uh, is a master tailgater. He has a converted ambulance mm-hmm. that has become a uh, tailgating machine. He does every Notre Dame game and every Bears game. Wow. So that's a big commitment. That's a lot of tailgating, but it's what he does. That is his. He's a teacher, but that is the thing he does to remain sane. It's his favorite thing to do. And every game he has like a different, you know, depending on opponent, sometimes he'll prepare a regional item for whatever school it is. Like if it's they're playing like, let's say Notre Dame plays LSU, he'll make, you know, uh, gumbo or something. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. his cooking is incredible. His tailgating is incredible. His setup is insane. So whenever I tailgate, it's usually with him because if I'm going to a football game, it's Notre Dame or it's Bears, and he's going to be there, and he's going to invite me every time. So that's my guy. When I actually tailgate myself, we've done a couple concerts before. Like, we go to a festival or whatever. I just have a Weber Baby Q grill. We'll just get, like, dogs and maybe some burgers. We, We don't do anything too crazy. But here's my thought. If someone has a big tailgating setup, I feel like it's safe to assume they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like one of, I I used to talk about this with Shep. Of one of our goals in life is to go to an LSU night game. Yeah, because one, just like either, just SEC tailgating is a whole different animal. So that's something I want to experience in life. But also, like I don't know, tailgating's fun. Like so a from my bachelor party because shocking to you i know me being indecisive about what i wanted to do uh we ended up like tailgating in an iu game and just kind of keeping it low key one of my buddies shows up with beer and he's like dude you got to see this deal i got on it was like a 12 pack of bud light so he walks up to us cracks one of them open they're eight ounce cans what yeah, they were they like offered like smaller cans. So it was like eight ounce cans of Bud Light and he didn't realize it. That's why buddy weird. Dave. I've never seen those. I know. But he had them and we and like we were all kind of like uh So all we right. all uh, yeah, so that was but actually one of the best and the other thing to Scott's point about like you know, strangers and whatever. Iowa has a good setup where on the walk to the stadium you can just like pop in to someone's place, pay five bucks, grab a quick drink. Like we did this where um, it was NIU was in, was playing Iowa. So we're walking to the stadium and just someone's backyard that went right up to the, to the street. They had crock pots full mm. of barbecue meatballs. Yep. So it was like, you could give five bucks, get yourself like a hot toddy or whatever and a plate of meatballs and go on your merry way and it was great and that's like the perfect way to like cap off tailgating from whatever you're doing that's great and one thing too i like at notre dame games is different clubs at the university like the band or the spanish club or whatever they'll have throughout the quad their own setups too and hope's favorite favorite thing is quad brats She's like, we got to go to Notre Dame and get a quad brat. That's that's what she looks forward to the most because I forget which club it is, but we go to the same spot every time and they just whatever brand of brats they buy are perfect. They cook them up great. And that becomes a tradition, too. So, I mean, you're in an outdoor game and it's cold. You're eating a lot. Well, also, you don't have to just go to cold games You can go early in the season when it's still decently warm out. One of my favorite experiences. Now, mind you, it was really hot this day was NIU at Michigan my sophomore year. I wish it wasn't an 11.30 a.m. kick, but, or an 11 a.m. kick, 
but we still did what we had to do. We got out there and we were drunk by 11 a.m. But, you know, hey, that's what we had to do. I was a sophomore in college at that moment in time. So it was absolutely necessary. But no, tailgating is a fun experience unless someone brings the wrong type of booze to where I think I've told the story on the podcast where a fraternity feels so bad for you. They give you a case of theirs. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, because, (laughs) you know, who brings bush ice? Ugh. Yes, he's like, whoa, you know, it's a higher alcohol percent. Burr, 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 burr. Okay, yes, but it's bush ice. Yeah, so the fraternity that had, you know, in the tailgate area that was right by us, they saw what was happening and they had like, I want to say it was 15 cases of bush light. They like one of the guys came over as, you know, we were not far off from being students and just looked at us like you poor old people and handed us a case of bush light. That's the best seven ninety nine someone's ever done in a <laughs> Pretty much. All right, this email comes from Tim. He says, uh, while currently listening to the latest podcast, I felt compelled to give my Wingstop take, and I just had Wingstop for the first time, and I 100% agree that Wingstop is better than B-dubs. I'm a longtime B-dubs guy, and having the hot and lemon pepper at Wingstop, and boy, howdy, I felt like I was cheating on a long-lost lover, but I'm ready to start a, new, a relationship with a new love. As they say in The Simpsons, it's like opening a fortune cookie and it's saying you will find happiness with a new love. The flavor of the lemon pepper is out of this world. Not an overpowering lemon flavor, plus the mixture of the lemon with the butter sauce is a game changer. Jay, eat the lemon pepper. Also, Jay, Calumet Bakery sounds delicious, but you should take a drive a little further east to Munster Donut off of Calumet Road and very close to Route 30. You will not be disappointed. Thanks, Fats, and have a fantastic day. That's from Tim. All right, I'm going to try the lemon pepper. (laughs) I promise it's going to happen. By the way, I I still love the fact that you get annoyed when everybody, when like myself and then other people are like, hey, try whatever this is. And then you mention Rose Angeles again. What are you talking about? (laughs) I have not mentioned Rose Angeles this entire segment. Yeah. Um. No, I. it's more me, like, I got to get there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I'm excited to try it, but it's like, ugh, I got to drop another 40 bucks at, at uh, Wingstop to try this thing for show research. I start writing this stuff off for yeah. taxes. Ah, I'm sorry, I had to try it for the show. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Uh, as for Munster Donut, I've had it, but I haven't had it fresh, so I will report back on Munster Donut. A couple people reached out about that, uh, so I'll try that, too. Uh, but our friends brought us Calumet Bakery yesterday around 1 p.m. And I had the donut for the first time this morning, and it tasted like it was super fresh. So that was very impressive. So Calumet uh, is awesome, but I'll try Munster again. I guess I have to. <laughs> All right. This one from Eric. Flour or corn tortillas? Corn. See, for me... If I'm getting fake Mexican food, I'm more likely to go flour. But if it's authentic, I go corn. Okay. I, I'm i trying to think of a place that serves flour. Like a, like a legit Mexican place that serves flour. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever really had. I know. I think um, Chipotle has flour soft tortillas. And flour is the go-to for a burrito. Sure. But... Nah, if I'm getting tacos, I'm getting corn almost every time. Okay. Unless they're, like, crunchy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, corn chip. 
Yes. Um, all right. Got one here from Adam. He says, uh, by the way, Adam took a lot of time out to write this email. If you missed last week's episode, I am the proud owner of a bidet. And I've got a, uh, I've got a week of use under me, literally. Uh, but Adam very thoughtfully put together this user's manual for a bidet. So listen up. He says, hey, guys, I put much thought into best practices using a bidet as a proud owner of the Toto Washlet. I was disappointed by the lack of information on the Internet regarding this topic, but I'm happy to share my thoughts. Number one, the heated seat is worth the money. There's nothing better during a Chicago winter than sitting down on a heated seat. My wife doesn't use the bidet functions, but the heated seat alone sold her. I often sit to pee. Game changer. Okay. Number two, to wipe or not to wipe. Unless your diet consists only of bran and broccoli, some wiping is necessary. As a fat guy in a medium body, I know this isn't the case. The timing of the wipe is also very important. The spray can actually spread the residue if at too high of a setting. So I find that one wipe prior to water application is beneficial. This will give you an idea of the job at hand and will minimize the chances of spread. Then start with a lower water setting and raise to the level you're comfortable with. The drying feature takes some time to fully dry, so another wipe at the end is necessary to get rid of the water residue and also certify you have a fully clean backside. Number three, a feature advertised is the ability to use high water settings as an enema. Every once in a while, you get a fractional poop. <laughs> and you members of more fractional to, poop. You know there's more to come, but it's just not coming. The high pressure settings can help expedite the process. I don't recommend using this unless needed, but it does work. Follow the steps for a full clean in bullet point two after the setting is performed. Hope this is helpful. Happy to answer any questions. Please share anything you learn as well. I'm always looking to improve my bidet technique. Adam, thank you for that. That was great. Uh, I have a very beginner entry level bidet. Um, I do have different like intensity settings. Like I know it can go from like low to high, but that's the only setting I have. There's no heat. There's nothing like that. But he's right. It does not do the job on its own. You can't just sit down, do your business, and then turn on the bidet and then walk away. Uh, but I would say it's probably cut my toilet paper consumption in like fourths. Wow. Yeah, so it's definitely working, and I like it. I've gotten used to it. I'm sort of learning how it works. Um, I have not tried uh, option three. I haven't had that issue yet, but uh, interesting. I could see how that would work if you put a high-pressure stream up there that it could help things along, but if it ever comes up, I'll report back. But after one week of ownership, Rick, very, very pleased with my bidet. See, to me, the best point I've heard about having one is how much it cuts down on the TP consumption. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm still not interested. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I like, it's just, I, I don't need that in my life. You're missing out. I probably am, but for now <laughs> I'm perfect. I'm perfectly okay to be missing out. <laughs> if there's blissful ignorance, that's probably where I'm at at this point. Well, there you go. All right. What was, oh, there was something else. Shoot, there was something else I was going to mention. What was it? Oh, this is great radio. Um, ah, the hell with it. I don't remember. Uh, so <laughs> I know I flipped that too. Uh, I don't remember to hell with it. So on that great note, 
let's get out of here because you have a great Blackhawks game to watch and yes. hopefully they're not losing by the time you turn on the game. Uh, so just a reminder to everybody, check out all of our social media platforms at I'm fat pod. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon to contribute. Get yourself some merch at the T public shop, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe rate and review the podcast and check out our sponsors. Dr. Squatch with promo code. I'm fat 20 Team Hockberg for all your mortgage needs, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com, and Mazda of Orland Park, that's mazdaoforlandpark.com, or call Eric at 708-444-3200. He's Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. If you thought you had to travel far to savor the Pad Thai of Bangkok, or to taste the pastries of Paris... Take another look. With two times total points at grocery stores, your same kitchen can come with more cuisines. Sapphire Preferred from Chase? Make more of what's yours. Valor up to $1,000 in purchases per month from November 1st, 2020 to April 30th, 2021. Account subject to credit approval. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.